everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The Purd Cursed. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I started I started a bad idea. <laughs> I'm Frank Feldman. That's true. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about what happens mm. when a former uh, gay conversion therapist. An ex-gay guy. Ex-gay guy comes out of the closet as gay, but doesn't apologize yeah for his bullshit it's it's a tricky position he's owning his gayness he's not owning damage he may have the damage that he has wrought in the world so uh we're going to talk about that i think it's a fascinating story yeah uh but coming up first dan yes um i have a story of homophobia oh dear on a national scale oh uh we don't have that we only have we uh, nationally we're all very very pro gay. Well, I would say we don't have anything that comes even close to what the situation is in Egypt. Oh, oh no, no. I would imagine they're very good at the homophobia. <laughs> where they where the institutions are so homophobic that a television presenter uh who is on the record, who has expressed his stance against homosexuality repeatedly. Okay. Okay. Is in hot water because he had a gay man come on his show and he did not promote homosexuality in any way. <laughs> he was just the I, interviewer, that is. He interviews the man. About gay they issues? They talk about homosexuality, about okay. gay issues, la da 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 And this man is now facing one year in jail. The host is. The host <laughs> is facing... A year in jail, a fine, the television station was taken off the air for two weeks. Holy shit! Uh, homophobes. Wow. They take the whole station off the air. Yeah. For two weeks. Yeah, and the guy was uh, fined about, what, like about $175, Wow. Uh, now, um, he can appeal, um, and if it is suspended or, and, and his, uh, the, all the penalties and everything can be suspended right. while waiting for the appeal to go through. Um, there's just kind of a bail system and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so in August, 2018, the, the television presenter, his name is Muhammad Al-Gaiti. Al-Gaiti, maybe, yeah. uh, hosted a gay man on his talk show. On the privately owned LTC TV station. And and they discussed homosexuality. Just um, during the interview, the gay man, whose face was blurred out the entire time to hide his identity. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I'd be terrified. Yes. Uh, said he was a sex worker and openly talked about his relationship with another man. Oh, great. Well, that, that, that'll do good things for the, uh, for the gay community there. <laughs> to associate the only gay voice that's ever been on TV with with sex work that'll right that'll go well uh, after the interview aired uh, the Supreme Council for media regulation uh, suspended the channel for two weeks for professional violations whoa uh, because and they they said that LT LTC TV had violated uh, the Supreme Council's decision. Banning the appearance of homosexualities or promotion of their slogans. 
<laughs> Wait. It's great to be gay. Do you guys have slogans? Oh, yeah. What's this year's slogan? It's great to be gay. It's great to be gay? Yeah. Okay, good. I guess that, you I know, know, it's not strong. It's not. I'll we can work honest. on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so get this. The council banned the appearance of homosexuality. Or I'm sorry, the appearance of homosexuals on any outlet after a rainbow flag was waved during a Cairo concert in 2017. Wow. That's all it took. So it's banned. Holy shit. Outright banned. I've, I feel like gay people in other countries need to start making gay positive programming in Arabic and like get it into Egypt. Because the internet yeah. is harder to control than... Yeah, some, like, web series, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think maybe... I feel like exposure is really important. I think what we should do is we should have, like, um, take the Prophet Muhammad and give him a gay lover, right? We'd make like, it this might be really positive. Like a picture of the Prophet Muhammad. No, 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 Like, you actually, like, have an actor portraying... Okay, yeah. I they, like they don't like that either. No, no, Damn. no. Yeah. Um, and you give him a gay lover. Sure. And you let the... You, you tell them wacky stories about you, you them. You just have fun. This is going to go really well. Muhammad and Jared. They love depictions of, of the Prophet Muhammad. Right. Yeah. And they, I'm sure, would love a gay sex scene. Wow, you would have the, the, the death threats the... against you <laughs> before it even got fully uploaded. We'll probably have death threats just for suggestions. For... <laughs> they don't listen to our show. Thank God. All right. Uh, I'm going to take us from Egypt to India, where Ram Rahim Singh, who is uh, a guru uh, in, in North India, yeah. is in prison. Why? Well, uh, for currently in prison for uh, rape. Oh, which okay. Uh, this is one of those wonderful stories where the guy who has started the the cult, the short small religious sect, right, but growing religious sect, right, uh, that preaches, of course, uh, celibacy and and <laughs> abstinence and that sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Um, he he, of course, was very uh, what wasn't so abstinent, and and uh, a reporter <laughs> on car. Of course not. <laughs> what the hell's the point of start of being a guru of starting a religion? Yeah, if you're not going to get laid because of it. But right. apparently, he didn't get permission from some of the people. So he was oh. he was a rapist, and uh, <laughs> and it was uncovered by a very valiant reporter. Uh, Whose uh, whose name was Ram Chandler? Uh, Indian word <laughs> is his last name. Chhatrapati. Oh God. Okay. It was not easy. There's an extra. There's like extra letters in it. I couldn't. Anyway, <laughs> the journalist uh, uncovered this, published it. And then, okay. uh, was murdered. The the publisher, the, the journalist, the journalist was, was murdered. No, uh, his son took over the paper and continued to publish and push for justice. So this, wow. so this guru, who by the way looks like a a WWE wrestler. He, I mean. <laughs> This guy could 
Oh, first of all, no. The arm hair alone uh, makes it so that he's a heel. He's not. He's not one of the face wrestlers. He's an. He's uh, a bad oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Anyway, and always warm. Yes. Yes, he doesn't this have. Man, man never complains about the AC being up too high yeah. in a restaurant. Sleeves like, are never. redundant with this man. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so he was finally arrested and convicted of the rapes. He's been in jail ever since, uh, but he was just now convicted of oh. the murder of this oh. of, of this uh, yeah. guy, yeah. Uh, along yeah, with yeah. some other people. Oh God, uh, what are his followers doing? Are they still? F- <laughs> still, Probably uh, he still has some followers. I'm guessing that's how followers work. Yeah, cult followers. That's how you got to get some cult followers in your life, Dan. <laughs> like because they will stick with you through the worst. Who says I don't have those already? Who says that I don't have cult followers? I already? don't know. I. Some of them are listening to us right now. <laughs> I hope they aren't. And they're that's saying the worst. And Dan. they're saying, Frank, we would follow Dan. To to the ends of the earth. Well, if you have some, I have some. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> if you have cult followers, so do I. That's uh, rude of you, Dan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to, to You're right. Suggest that I don't. You're right. <laughs> What's your next story? Oh, okay. Well, we have to turn the emotions on a dime here, Dan. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, shit. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Brace yourself. Everybody. Brace okay, transition. Um, transitioning. I started with a story about uh, homophobia that we could kind of make fun of. Right. Um, I, we are now moving on to a story that we cannot make fun of. It's just a story that we need to know about. Okay. Uh, I'm sure people have heard that Chechnya is uh, kind of a mess, especially for the LGBT community uh, at the moment. Um, Their dictator, control freak, asshole running the country, who apparently was like put in power by Putin. Yeah. um, And really legitimately was given 100% control over uh, Chechnya. Um, they are cracking down even harder on the LGBT community and ratcheting up, uh, the, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Assault on the gay community. Uh, they are calling for, uh, actually they're ordering families to kill their LGBT family members. Well, that um, just, that just cuts down on the backlog of his people. If the right. families do the dirty work, then his people don't have to go out and round them up. So right. that's, that, I mean, that's just good economic Efficient, sense. I suppose. Um, yeah, but also, strangely, um, the police are also uh, demanding that families pay ransom to get their LGBT people, the family members, out of jail. So they can uh, kill them? So then they can kill them, I guess. <laughs> I, that, if you see, promise to kill them, can you get them back for free? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's, they want your money, and then you have to go do the dirty work. Wow. Um, anyway, I mean, how many people are actually going out and killing their LGBTQ family members? I don't know. Hopefully As not a lot, far- because if nothing else, if you are gay in Chechnya... You know that this is a possibility. You're not going to tell your family. I mean, at this point, I would say uh, that's probably true for people who are coming to terms with their own sexuality. Right. Um, I in in a 
moment of non uh death uh just for being gay uh uh they their people may have been the cat's already out of the back yeah. for a lot of these a lot of these people that's true um so um let's see where was i going oh uh chechen chechen leaders and chechen authorities i guess um are denying that this is happening they're saying that these are complete lies and they don't have an ounce of truth in them even though uh international watchdog and assistance and lgbt gay assistance lgbt uh, assistance groups are uh, are receiving uh, tons of reports. Of course, about this. Of course, that's um, what they do. They I mean, these guys have been doing this for a minute now. Um, so uh, this is uh, the Chechen Minister of National Policy, uh, Zambulat Umarov. Um, he said he referred to the uh, present detention, torture, and death allegations as quote fantasy and nonsense. Umarov added, uh, considering the fact that gay people have sick imagination to start from, I am not surprised <laughs> that they can write some nonsense like that. You know, those disgusting perverts, we yeah. would never do anything to harm them, but they're so... They're so gross. Hideous. Hooah, hooah, that, uh, that, of course, they would come up with something as yeah. awful as this. I don't know. Um, but here's, here's what Chechnya is doing. That I, I never understand this as a, a tactic. Um, for a country that has a group that they hate. Uh, they have revoked, or uh, I'm sorry, as, as after you're being released from detention, gay men and women have to sign away their right to leave Chechnya. Okay. Um, officials retain the passports uh, of wow. the released LGBT people. I mean, th- let them go. Yeah, you, you don't like them. You don't want them in your country. Let them leave. Give them, give them... Uh, leave to go. This this is a no brainer. Yeah. Um, but um, international LGBT networks um, have managed to help at, at least 150 uh, Chechen vic- victims of this violence because when they are being held, they're being raped and abused and tortured. Um, yeah. And and so um, the the these the victims uh, have. These 150, they've helped them escape to Western countries. Uh, but to evacuate one gay person from Chechnya, uh, volunteers have to raise up about $4,500 uh, per huh. person. Uh, so this is just to get through all the legal crap. So this is going on in Chechnya. They've had, this has been, I mean, the situation for gay people in Chechnya has been going on for a while now yeah um it's just gotten a lot worse it's not getting better it's getting worse and uh and it's shocking that in this world yeah where so many places have made such amazing progress on the issue yeah. of gay rights um that we have places that are actively seeking out their gay people and killing them torturing them yeah and not letting them leave. So dumb. So dumb. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. I don't really have anything to say about that. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take us to Jerusalem, where we all need to learn about real estate. Because apparently Jerusalem real estate, I'm not 100% clear on how some of it works. But I'll say this. Okay. The largest landowner 
in uh, Jerusalem mm -hmm. is the Israeli government. Okay. The second largest landowner, landowner in Jerusalem. Do you want to guess? Do you want to take a Do you want to take a, a stab at the second largest? I don't know. Some Orthodox something or other. Yes, but you're wrong. What do you mean? The Greek Orthodox Church. What? <laughs> it's the second largest landowner. No. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Oh, they very own a lot of the shrines and shit, right? They do, but they also just own huge swaths of land. Like hotels and shit? Like, what do they no, own? Like land. and just then open space land. And then here's what's weird about it. Uh, people have built on this land... Okay. Uh, so they leased, they've owned all of this land, which they, in 1950, they leased the land to the Karen Kayemeth Le Israel Jewish National Fund. Okay. Uh, which is a land procurement agency. Okay. So the development could happen on the land. Mm. Okay. Uh, like 99 year lease type stuff? Yeah. So, it okay. go, well, so it went until, uh, yeah, 2051. So, okay. 101 year lease. Ooh, that's a nice twist. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but that's funny because all of these people own houses on this land, but yeah. this land is technically owned or was owned by the Greek Orthodox Church. Uh oh. Who owns it now? Uh, shady, don't know who. But they, oh. but it's been sold uh, to this other group. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it was sold out from under these people. These be everybody who owns houses on these just assumed that the Greek Orthodox church would just renew the lease. Oh boy. At, at, in, in, uh, in 2051. Uh, but no, they have sold it out. So now there's this, uh, there's a whole bunch of people, uh, some, let me see if I can f figure it out how many homeowners there are oh boy uh over 1100 approximately 1100 homeowners who are affected by this oh sale boy. yeah and they don't know what the future holds for their homes so their their property values have plummeted oh boy meanwhile the new owners of the land are they announcing anything? are trying to get the private homeowners to buy the land underneath their thing at a great you know oh God. They're getting a good deal on that. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, the squeeze is on. I just thought it was so interesting that somehow the Greek Orthodox Church, and th here's what's interesting. A lot of the Greek Orthodox, a lot of the Christians mm -hmm. aren't happy either because the church is meant to be their church. You know, it's kind of like an HOA. Like everybody, <laughs> all the members kind of own the, the church. Sure, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and they're just doing shady deals under the table quietly, weird, and not uh, telling anybody, and not out, and you know, not talking about where the money's going to go or anything like that. Right. So nobody is happy about this. I just thought it was so weird that like the Greek Orthodox Church is a huge owner of the, the Holy Land. Well, they like it too, Dan. Everybody likes the Holy Land. If you could get a piece of it, you would too, Dan. Uh, it's just glorious. I don't know it's that the that's, holy land. I don't it's, think that that's true. There's no other holy land. There have been attempts um, by Israeli lawmakers to uh, to push legislation through that would just annex this land to 
Oh. The Israeli government. Okay. Um, but what about zoning? Could they like just zone it for exactly what's currently there? And then like they take away any worry that it could be like sold and redeveloped? I guess. I but but does that solve the problem? I don't know. It doesn't solve the these problem. People but don't it kind of still don't own the land. You know, a little bit of like this fear that is what is currently jacking up the price. Right. Oh my God, they're gonna like as soon as this is done, this piece of property, this this thing that I own that's sitting on this property. They it, they won't it, renew the lease. They won't then, renew the lease, and then okay, I can't have this thing, but I'm not gonna move it. Right. Da 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 da. Yeah. I don't know. I, is, I don't know if how that would work. It is all just uh, very weird, and uh, this is, there are problems when major religions run an entire area, an entire country, or an entire city, or whatever. I mean, yeah. the Greek Orthodox Church we reported a bit; they're still working on uh, Greece is is actually divesting itself of the Greek Orthodox Church. They are they are separating mm. their government from the Greek Orthodox Church. That's still in, yeah. in process. That's yeah. happening and everybody's kicking up all kinds of all kinds of fuss about it, but it's a good thing. Uh-huh. Separation of church and state. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh well, Dan, yeah. Um the uh the Catholic Church just keeps getting into the app business. <laughs> Well, I should hope so. Phone apps, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, uh, the Pope Francis himself actually launched this latest one. Mm. Um, he, he showed it off in front of uh, thousands of faithful uh, as they watched. Did he know his... how to use it? We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, the new app is called Click to Pray. Ooh. Um, and uh, it shows, if you download it, uh, it'll show you, uh, wherever you are in the world, of course, uh, what the Pope is currently praying for. And then users <laughs> can click an icon to indicate that they've prayed with him. Wow. Isn't that cool? Um, so wait. Now, I don't now get Francis to- has admitted that he's been a disaster with uh, technology, right? Uh, and so during, so as he's like showing it off on it, it's on a tablet and like, there's some guy there holding the <laughs> tablet as he's like swiping at it. Right? Um, and this is, it was during his weekly address in St. Peter's square. So he's up on the big balcony, whatever. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then he, he goes, did I do it? <laughs> After he swiped at it. Um, he specifically has called for young people to download the app. I'm sure that'll happen in large numbers. Oh, yeah. Every, um, everybody, you, you can't get enough of the Pope's apps. Oh, no. And, and I, and, and, and he wants them praying with him, Dan. Yeah. Uh, so right now, uh, he has two pains in his heart that he's oh. currently praying for. Okay. Uh, the victims of a, a, a car bomb blast, yeah. uh, that happened in Colombia. And uh, there's 170 uh, migrants from Libya and Morocco uh, who died in the Mediterranean. And so he's praying for them as well. And so can you, can I, do I get to like swipe right and swipe left on the prayers that I like and don't like? <laughs> and see if you match. See, see if, if the prayer I, likes you too. See, see, see if I match with the Pope's. Hey, hey, prayer. Let's meet up later for some coffee. Um, it's available in six languages. Uh, I checked out the website, clicktopray.org. Where they're saying there's like been 1.2 million p- 
prayers wow. uh, since the debut. So that means um, that these things have got to change, right? When there's 1.2 million people praying to God mm-hmm. about something happening in Syria or whatever. No, 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 no. no. That's got to fix it, right? He's praying for victims of a car bomb blast. Oh, and yeah. And 170 migrants who already have died. Oh, so well, th- well, then we don't get to know if the prayers worked. Well, well, I guess when I'm you, outraged, when you die, you'll go around and find out whether or not those 170 <sighs> uh, migrants uh, made it to heaven. I'm going to be so pissed if they didn't, um, because honestly, <laughs> that many millions of prayers, <laughs> more prayer equal God have to has to do what we tell him. To. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I actually just downloaded the app and I was going to like do it, but it wants me to sign in and I don't want to. And you don't have a Catholic ID number. I don't, I don't your CID sign in with Google sign in with Facebook or sign in with your email well I'm not going to give you, you any of those satisfactions yeah Pope I'm no I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of this app no then they'll know who you are they can track you they can market to you Dan at that point I um, mean and, and, they and the rest try. of the internet will think you're Catholic if you do that the internet yeah I care about what the internet thinks is the you is, should is the most important you thing absolutely should in the world um so yeah, there's that. All right. Uh click to pray. Click to pray. I you know, if we had had maybe they can just boil all of religious life down to phone apps and then we don't have to deal with like church anymore <laughs> and we could like that would that could be good. Yeah. I could be. I know. I, well, you know, it's it's this it, there's a weird naivete to the whole thing, right? That it's like uh, a that this could possibly like lure in the young people, yeah. But also that um, it could possibly substitute at all for the things that people do get from religion, right? Right, and a religious experience, which yeah. is a very human connection. Connection, yeah. That that cannot be replicated online, right? It's very yeah. You know what? You community, make a great point. Real world community cannot be. Re- as wonderful as online communities can be, it, it can't be replaced by online communities. No. Right? No. And so that hu- that connectedness, that will never... Uh, it, it, yeah. It will ne- this will not work for it's the a, It's a stupid idea because yeah. it's got the worst of all worlds. It's <laughs> yeah. like an app that nobody... Like, it misses the point of how apps... Of what right. makes apps good... Well, and it and, misses the point of what makes religion good. Right. And so this like click on an icon, you click on an icon to indicate that you've prayed with the Pope. <laughs> right. To like, it's like your little hearts or how many people do you think up actually do the prayer first and then click it? Or do they think that clicking it counts as the prayer? I think they're that probably a huge number of the users consider the click the prayer. I think so. Well, the Pope's already got me on this one. I'll just say I like click. it. God can hear a click. Well, why not? He's omnipotent. He's everywhere. He he knows. He he's better at the internet than the Pope. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm fine. I'm going to talk about one Miss Karen Pence, Mrs. Karen Pence, mother. I like to call her Pence. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sure that's what uh, Pence himself calls. Yeah, her. Mike calls him calls her mother. Come here, mother. Mother. It's very. It's Mother, very, come here. I'm gonna fuck you. That's. <laughs> <laughs> come on. We all know Mike Pence is gay. Oh. Yeah. So so every year on the day that he's wor- worked himself up for it. Mother, come in here. 
I got a special treat for you. I'm put here. Put this on. I got half hard. <laughs> um, you're, we're going to change roles today, mother. Yeah. Uh, anyway, mother now works. Uh, people probably heard about this. Mother uh, now works at a <laughs> uh, at a school at a Christian school. And the thing that everybody got all uh, got all their panties in a bunch about is that this school is very anti-LGBT. Yes. Uh, very, very much so. Uh, to the point where in their rule books, they, they make it clear that students, not only students who are gay can be expelled, but they can expel students whose parents are even gay supporting. Like, they, they can expel... People who aren't even students there. <laughs> That's how anti-gay they are. You, gay, you're out of my school. <laughs> I would never even signed up. You're out. <laughs> That's, uh, that is anti-gay. And all of the, all of the uh, employees are required to affirm mm. that a marriage is a thing that happens between a man and a woman yeah. and yeah. nothing else. So to, to, be on, to be honest, though, Dan. Yeah. I honestly already thought she worked at this school. Well, she probably did. I, I mean, she like, that's, or, or another school just like it. I, w- I was shocked that anybody was shocked. I don't think anybody's shocked <laughs> except Mike Pence, who was shocked and just horrified that anyone would be mad right. that she works at a school that's that hateful to yeah. gays. Yeah. Just he was just so offended I know. by that. Anyway, and I think actually a lot of people were surprised that the school was so overt mm. in its in its blanket hatred of right. of gayness. Right. Um so it's interesting uh uh Christopher Stroop who's a, a an ex-evangelical a very prominent <laughs> Twitter uh voice mm. in the in the anti or in the former evangelical movement. Okay. Yeah. Um He's good at starting the hashtags. Okay. Uh, so he threw out the hashtag expose Christian schools, asking people to uh, tweet out their experiences, either having attended a Christian school or having oh. worked at a Christian school, et cetera. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and Hemant Meta did a really interesting roundup of some of those uh, tweets, which I would like to share with the class. Yeah, let's do. Yeah. If you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone... Uh, at Doreen GLM tweeted, <clears throat> let's, all, let's also discuss how a friend of mine who passed the entrance exams to a very good Christian school in Lagos was told her and her mother's face, told to her and her mother's face that she wasn't granted acceptance because her mother was a single mother. No broken families. Oh, my God. Okay. Um this another person mentioned that uh, history classes never reviewed the American Indians' cultures or timeline of the civil rights movement. Yay, whitewashed history. One <laughs> um, uh, at Smellin underscore coffee <laughs> wrote, the bullying was intense, specifically for boys who weren't manly. No In way. the locker room, coaches would walk out when, quote, soft boys... We're, ga- we're, we're getting ta- towel whipped in the shower or heads flushed down the commodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, one person wrote, uh, mandatory marriage and family class. Uh, hetero pairs only, obvi. Uh, boys drew occupations out of hats. Oh, boy. Wife wasn't allowed to work. Boys wrote the budget. <laughs> she drew children's names out of the hat. Right. Well, no, no, no. She said, <laughs> I got a C, and all I did was name the kids, which is also <laughs> mandatory. I don't like these names. They're not biblical enough. That's not, yeah, exactly. That sounds like a goddamn fairy's name. <laughs> not one of them was Matthew. Or John. <laughs> Good Christian names. Uh, Francis? Yeah. What? How dare you? Uh, that, that, that's not a man's name. That's not a good man's name. Uh, I like this one. When Steve Irwin died, my fourth grade Bible teacher told us he went to hell. Oh, <laughs> that's so mean. Just like to a Why kid. Why did Steve Irwin go to hell? <laughs> he, he, I don't know. Why? He loved the animals. <laughs> I feel like I feel like all Australians probably go to hell. Is that all dogs go to heaven and all Australians? They're just the Aussies instantly condemned in the minds of American evangelicals. It's the word good day. <laughs> it's clearly there's something not okay about the word good day, <laughs> and I think that it means that they uh, they're sentenced and condemned for life for eternity. <laughs> How, how do you trust somebody who says uh, good day? <laughs> we joke, of course, Australia. It's we, a, yeah, we love you guys. Every American in the universe loves the word good day. And if you say it to them, they will melt. Okay. And any of us would move to Australia. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Uh, when I promoted... here's Okay, so this one's, this one's heartbreaking. When I promoted one of my students of color to the next grade, I was overridden... Because they wanted to, quote, spread out the children of color, and there was already a person of color in the class a grade above. <laughs> they held back my kid and told his parents he didn't pass. What? Boom! That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. I don't well, even understand what they're up to. Well, you just, you just want to have a good, a good spread. If they're all confined, you know, if if they start to congeal into one class, then that's the... Uh, then, you, then you might ghettoize them. They, well, they might start talking to each other and realize that they're, you know... What you need is for them and to that, not know about their marginalization. No. <laughs> you need for them to they not... want them to compare notes. You can't, you can't let them talk to each other. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how you get into trouble. Uh, That's funny. I like this one. In my biology class, we weren't allowed to say say tailbone because of its evolution based connotation. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was because it was in reference to to the, the posterior. <laughs> what do you call it then? The posterior, the butt bone, the the posterior the uh, ossification. <laughs> For, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll just do one more. Um, oh, my God. My Christian middle school praised the Birmingham, Alabama abortion clinic bombing in the late 90s. The school was in a suburb of Birmingham. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lots of these. Lots of these. There are like more than 20,000 tweets with that hashtag. Wow. That's a good hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never started a hashtag that went that well. No, they're not going to. We anything we start 
There will be there will be a maximum of six tweets. Oh, lucky. We'd be oh yeah. Oh, that that is that is some, that got out there. Yeah, I really we had some reach on that one. Right. Yeah. If we get Ooh. six, <laughs> we'll we'll get six tweets on the hashtag and one retweet. Well, I think it's our repeated just befuddlement <laughs> as, uh, about what Twitter is. Yeah. Well, I've been trying. Yeah, I have yeah. been trying. You have been. I've really, really been just giving it a good old try. <laughs> we're, we're not great at it. We're not great at the tweeters. Well, it confuses me. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. We sound so impossibly old right now. <laughs> like, so, like, we were making fun of the Pope earlier, and now we sound like we're 97 years old. So, wait, is that a Twitter? How do you do, how do you do a Twitter with a hash so pound sign and uh, and then a ha- what do, what do you do at grandma seventy five? Well, I have problems in that I must spell out the entire word <laughs> and use proper punctuation. <laughs> I do. <it. laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Oh my god! It's why I stick with Facebook and I write full paragraphs on yeah, Facebook. I know, I know. That's the thing. I have definitely weeded out all of my all of the millennials who refuse to read an entire paragraph. <laughs> they all do right. not pay attention to me. Anyway, if you've paid any attention to us and you want to, you you want to hashtag tweet us. Yeah. You can do so, please. Do you we ema- won't see it. Email I- us a, a hashtag Twitter <laughs> uh, at podcast of. Thank God I'm atheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. <laughs> and also follow us on Twitter. Yeah, no, you should. It's uh, TGIatheist as well. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, do the Reddit, too. No, there's, we're on Reddit. Yeah, same, we're on... Same we're, handle. Oh, we're on all the things. Same handle. There was a there was a post the other day that got three comments. Whoa! We are on fire. Yeah, so... But no, if you like Reddit, you should join us. Yes. And let's get some activity. Post some there. things. Upvote and yeah. downvote and left and... No, vote. don't downvote. Swipe right and Only swipe upvote. left. I've, I, I wish I could disable... <laughs> The down it, it just makes me feel bad. <laughs> hey, Dan. Yo. Uh, Rick Joyner. Yeah. That's a name. He's a guy. He's a guy we've we've we we've heard, l- listened to a few times. A before. few times. He's a. Each time is too uh, too soon. He's a grumpy from the last time. Uh, he, he he. Well, basically, our he always is convinced that our entire society is uh, is going to hell. Yeah, and uh, and has new evidence for it every single time. So <laughs> all right. So let's listen to what what he's got to say this time. There's one sure thing that we're given thousands of years ago and told why these events come. I'm talking about the warnings that the Lord gave us through his prophets, beginning with Moses and on, that this is going to be the result of your sin. 
If you turn from following the Lord and you start calling good evil and evil good and and honoring the dishonorable and dishonoring the honorable, these are going to be the consequences. And it talks about storms. It talks about earthquakes. And it talks about fires coming upon the land and burning the land. So <clears throat> I think, you know, this year... Uh, we were approaching spending about a billion dollars a day in America, just America, almost a billion dollars a day headed towards, it was 300 plus billion a couple of months ago in natural disasters. And that is getting worse every year. And I think the only one who has discernment on why this is happening seem to be the insurance companies. who They're the only ones who call it. These are acts of God. They call them acts of God. They really are. You say, well, are, is America under judgment? Of course we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got it all the, figured out. They got the discernment for sure. Yeah. it's They're calling it acts of God not because it gets them out of actually having to pay <laughs> out, but because it... Uh, because they know they about, know the truth about who's causing the wildfires in California and the uh, the hurricanes, your your tornadoes, your <clears throat> your I, this and that. I do wish that they had maybe a little bit more of an agnostic term yeah. uh, to refer to those those events. Yeah, uh, you don't think God's doing it? <laughs> I feel like I think the jury's out. I feel like at one. some point these people should notice. The believers should notice. Their God's a dick. Mm-hmm. If he keeps doing this, mm-hmm. you know, look, the the tornadoes hit. You know, tornado alley in the United States of America, right? Is the Bible Belt? Yeah, the tornadoes all hit where all the good Bible loving people are. Mm-hmm. Who else would live in that shithole? <laughs> So, like, yeah, explain to me how uh, how your God, like, your God, your God's a, an asshole. He's punishing all the Bible lovers for all the, 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 the queers up in New York City. Yeah. Send the tornadoes there. He's a terrible marksman, though. He's just, he just, maybe, maybe he's senile. Oh. I feel like he might have gone a little bit wonky. Yeah, he used to be fairly good at it. You read the Bible, he usually hit Oh, it was tar- It was targeted. Yeah. Yeah, he could... I mean, if he wanted to kill the firstborn of every household... He'd blammy! Just boom, 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 ba-doom, boom, ba-boom. He wasn't missing. No. You, if wasn't- you had that lamb's blood over your door, you're safe. Fine. Now it, feels, now it feels like if he says he's going to kill the firstborn, like, secondborns are going to die. Watch out. Like, there's going to be a firstborn to... to uh, Towns over that's going to get killed. It's blammo. It's just going to be a mess. Yeah, it's probably why he doesn't do very many miracles anymore. Most likely, just the trailer parks. Yeah, I mean, just the firstborn because you know (laughs) it's they're flimsier. It's easier to get in. (laughs) (laughs) These brick buildings, man, it's tough for an for uh, an omnipotent being to to get through the brick. Ah, you know. Yeah. All right, we had some folks uh, write and call into us. Uh, this is from EWA W. 
uh, who who uh, who is writing concerning a story that I did last week about a whole bunch of uh, Methodists in the and uh, Methodist education sort of realm writing to uh, writing a letter universally saying we need to accept gay people right and enfranchise gay people within yeah. Methodism. Yes. Uh, uh, EWA writes, as a former Methodist, I can give some insights into what's going on with the uh, United Methodist Church. There are factions inside the Methodist Church that are super supportive for LGBTQ rights. Uh, The bishop, highest clergy rank in a conference, to the Mountain Sky Conference, which is Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and Utah, is a lesbian. Dear God. And my old church just hosted the Denver Gay Men's Choir. Well, how about that? Huh. Methodist Church is governed by committees that meet every four years at General Conference. Part of the church that is hindering support of gay rights in the Methodist Church are the international conferences, mostly the African conferences. It's always the Africans. Yeah, I know. You talk to the Anglican communion. I know. It's the same thing. Same story. Uh, Talking to senior clergy, the Methodist Church would have been pro-LGBTQ years ago if it was not for international conferences holding the Methodist Church back. Interesting. My past conversations with senior clergy, there's a lot of drama about LGBTQ issues at General Conference that they do not share with the public. The story you shared about the United Methodist Church last episode is nothing new and has been going on for decades now. Like the past general conferences, there is going to be a lot of arguing, and nothing is going to change. Oh. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay, yeah. Eventually, they're going to have to. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Yeah, no, they will. Eventually. uh, And they'll have to say the international conferences be damned. Yeah. Don't you think? I I know nothing about the Methodist blah-de-blah, but like... I feel like everybody's going to have to say that eventually, because yeah. really what you want is you want you want your first world congregations. Yeah. That's, and you're going to lose them. Those are your prime A1 being, congregations. You yeah. can't you can't let those go. <laughs> those uh, those African con- congregations. Mm. Uh, those, those, those are second rate at best when it comes to a congregation. <laughs> I. OK, that's Dan Beecher. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Frank. Said that. Uh, out on a limb all by himself. <laughs> Just uh, from their perspective, that is the Methodist. Right. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I yeah. hear what you're saying. It just, uh, yeah, boy, it would have been a, a that's a that's a, that's a good clip just to pull. Yeah, exactly. These guys are awful. Yeah, I'll play that one. Yeah, do it. That'll be fun. <laughs> Take me out of context. It'll be delightful. <sighs> anyway, uh, we have a voicemail. Do we not? We do have a voicemail. This is somebody who was responding. Um, to you know, we we had sort of uh, atheist pilgrimages as as a topic mm. a couple weeks ago, and uh, this caller is responding to that with some ideas on that. Hi, Frank and Dan. Um, I just thought of a few other ideas for uh, pilgrimages or uh, places to travel when you're atheist or secular. And one of my ideas that you guys didn't mention is. Uh, going to places where you can visit animals, especially like a wolf sanctuary or a elephant sanctuary where you can um, really get in touch with nature and kind of learn more about the animal kingdom. 
And also, the other one I thought of was um, uh, you guys were talking about confronting your own religions, but I was raised in a household where I was always taught my religion was the only one and the best one, even though it's not nearly as old as many others. So visiting places like uh, Buddhist temples or mosques or um, learning more about even tribal religions that are way, way older than the religion that you were brought up with are very different and kind of learning about other faiths as a secular person has really taught them about a lot of the similarities and differences. And I think that's another thing that atheists who want travel should consider. Um, thank you. I love the show. Neat. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, although, wolf sanctuary? Did she say wolf sanctuary? I she said elephant sanctuary. Well, yeah, but I think before that she said wolf. Oh, really? And that just sounds dangerous. Elephants are dangerous, too. Yeah, they're all dangerous, or they all can be dangerous. I mean, I suppose but, you know, there are go, some that aren't. But go roll around with some wolves. I don't know. You know. Well, but like, no, I, th- I think that's uh, that's really nice. I do love the idea of like, yeah, finding finding unique ways to sort of get in touch with nature and mm-hmm. that sort of thing, mm-hmm. connecting with the, the world that we live in. Yes, I think that's essentially the the, and the, then bending it to our will. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, seeing the animals before they go extinct. That's yeah. a good one. Um, yeah, exactly. Go, go. These aren't going to be any. Find a tiger. Those are, <laughs> those are going away. Bye-bye. And say goodbye. Say goodbye. Go say goodbye. Go, yeah. Oh, boy, that sucks. That made me, that made me really <laughs> sad. That make you sad? Oh. Um, no, I think that's lovely. And, yeah. uh, I, and I like the idea of also visiting... Sort of the holy sites. You and I are big fans of going to uh, absolutely to holy sites. I love it all over the place. I mean, such as they are. Sure. You know, yeah. Fine. But we. I mean, we, we love to go to. <laughs> I I usually enjoy more the architecture. Yes. Of like great cathedrals and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Although it is interesting to walk around and, I mean, they, they are designed to make you. Like, I mean, I'm talking specifically of like massive cathedrals mm-hmm. they are designed to make you introspective yeah you reflect like, yeah the it, it is the, the the height of the ceilings and the way the light comes in and it's it's all part of a whole package of of inspiration and emotion well, and i've been to not. some really interesting play you know I've, I've been to like sort of temples that were carved out of the stone mm. in india that yeah. are amazing and uh-huh. uh yeah. just you know you're definitely going to be reflecting there too, like just on on how much work went into it, oh, and, yeah. and yeah. how, and just sort of what what inspires people and what right. you know. It's it's very interesting, and yeah. I think I think that we as non-believers have a unique uh, perspective, which is that we can sort of decide, we can look around at everything that we see, and decide what is baby and what is bathwater, and sort of. Mm-hmm. You know, keep anything that might be interesting, might be useful, might be, uh, uh, you know, some a, a practice or mm-hmm. a or a thing that we could incorporate into our lives and make our lives better, yeah. and jettison all of the stupid stuff. Yeah. So, remind me though, is it the baby that we're getting rid of or the bathwater? It depends. I personally don't want to want children, <laughs> uh, but I enjoy a nice bath. So, so don't throw that the bath water like out to, with the baby. I like to th- you know. I like to throw away the baby, keep myself a nice warm bath. That yeah, sounds it's, nice. It's wonderful. 
Yeah, uh, great idea. Uh, we also had uh, Lucas write into us. Hey guys, uh, I just listened to your last episode where you briefly mentioned the J Dubs and their rules about blood transfusions, and it act- actually reminded me of a childhood memory I'd forgotten about for years. So when I was three, I was diagnosed with leukemia, which is a form of blood cancer. Due to this, I was constantly getting blood transfusions from when I was diagnosed all the way until I had a bone marrow transplant at the age of eight. Now, my mom's best friend, who I recall being quite fond of, wasn't a religious type for the longest time, but when I was around six or seven, she'd been going through a really tough divorce and found comfort in religion, the J-dubs to be more specific. I was just a kid then, so I don't know much about uh, how things went between her and my mom, but I did notice we stopped hanging out as much, and the last time I saw her, she and my mom had a heated argument in which I clearly remember the line, I just can't pretend to support what you're doing, being yelled at my mom. <laughs> Later in life, once I realized uh, what exactly the, the Jehovah's Witnesses believed, uh, I figured out what she almost definitely meant by that. She couldn't support my continued existence, to put it bluntly. Ugh. It's yeah. a strange thing how religion in, and its outlandish rules can cause good people to turn on a dime for the sake of, quote, righteousness. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's rough. You know, that's, that's gross because it's not even about her making a choice for herself. Yeah. She's, she's not okay with this other person making a choice for their child yeah. that will keep their child alive. Yeah. That is medically shown to be of value to this person's health. Yeah. And that the Jehovah's Witnesses know from firsthand experience will kill you if you don't do it. Exactly. Yeah. Because they lose people all the time to this shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, Lucas, for that. Sorry. Yeah. No, that, that's that's great. Thank <clears> you. <throat> do we have some folks to thank? We do indeed. Hmm. Uh, we have one new faithful listener. Okay. Um, uh, Yaro. Okay. And uh, we have uh, our reigning champion uh, champion our, our lord and savior uh, actually not reigning uh, that would suggest that uh that this is somebody who's come back from last week we have a new a new champion a new lord and savior a new Ooh. top donor Woo-hoo! uh scott 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 <laughs> that sounded more like yelling con scott well, uh, right. <laughs> hooray for you guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to join their ranks, show your appreciation for the hard work that Frank and I put in to most of our shows, uh, you can do so <laughs> indeed by, uh, by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab and, uh, and joining these fine people in supporting our show. And before we do go, we should uh, mention yeah. that, that we have a grand total, Dan. Oh, we, we do. We, we we came up with a total. Hurrah! It was in the high four hundreds. Oh, this that's is right. for our donation to the Freedom from Religion Foundation. That's we right. You recall campaign. that we that we had a campaign. We were gonna uh, we we we're gonna donate uh-huh. a percentage of uh, of all of our take from uh, December, and, and we finally sorted and it since out. Since we have those numbers now and everything's <clears> clear, uh, we can say that you know it was going to be in the in the the high four hundreds. We're rounding it up to five hundred. Yes. Make it just a nice clean number uh, that we'll be sending off uh, over to the, the Fur 
so uh, uh, to help support them and all the the good work that they do. Yes. Um, so yeah, again, thank you everybody who participated in that, and thank you for those of you who continue to support the show. Hooray! Dan, you know what's gay? <laughs> oh no, I don't know. I, where are you going? Being gay. <laughs> that gay. is gay. I don't. Yes, you're right. It, it's, it's it's the only thing that can that can accurately be termed I, gay. I don't. I don't feel. I'm good not saying about. it derogatorily. I know. <laughs> hey, uh, so we got. <clears throat> We had a fellow recently, uh, Hammett reported on it, lots of people reported on it. Everyone reported on it. <clears throat> um, uh, a guy here in Utah yeah, who, uh, who was Mormon, mm-hmm. is Mormon. Yeah, he hasn't uh, denounced and anything. No. Except, no, he's denounced nothing. He, as a former con- gay conversion therapist, right. has announced... That he will now be seeking dates with men. He will be living his life as a gay man. Uh, he'll be leaving his wife of many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and So that, that <clears throat> gay conversion that he was touting, boy, that sure worked on him. Yeah. His name's David Matheson. Yeah. Uh, he co-wrote uh, a book by the name, uh, by the title, uh, Journey into Manhood. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that sounds De- hot. Definitely no homoerotic hot. undertones in that at all. And uh, he also <laughs> wrote uh, "Becoming a Whole Man." Oh, Ooh. Ooh. wowie! How does he spell "whole"? <laughs> hey yo, Dan! Bada boom! That's that's a thing. All right. Um, anyway, um, he's yeah, he's quit the ex gay movement and. Uh, and uh, gotten himself up on Grinder, I assume. One, um, yes, one can. One only would assume. assume that, or eh, there's something. Yeah, whether it's like plenty of fish or the the one where sexy self haters or whatever. <laughs> I self loathe. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, he worked his his basically his entire career as a therapist has been to uh to help gay men torture themselves uh, uh by staying in a religion that hates them. Yeah. It's a tricky one. You know, we shouldn't I I don't want to be too flippant about it because uh, religion's a mind fuck and yes. uh and beautiful smart caring people can be sort of swept into a a, a life that is tricky. Fine. Okay. That that's all fine and good. Um, <laughs> he can he could leave the religion and not denounce it, or he could stay in the religion and still just be like, I'm going to be gay and more. I I don't care. What I do care is that he is unapologetically referencing his past. Yeah. And saying that he that that he feels good about. In fact, let me just read this statement. Okay. okay. He says, "My time as a, in a straight marriage." and in the ex-gay world was genuine and sincere and a rich blessing to me. I remember most of it with fondness and gratitude for the joy and growth it caused in me and many others. But I had stopped growing and it was start and, and was starting to die. 
So I've embarked on a new life-giving path that has already started a whole new growth process. I wasn't faking it all those years. I'm not renouncing my past. Uh, I'm not renouncing my past work or my LDS faith, and I'm not condemning mixed orientation marriages. I continue to support the rights of individuals to choose how they will respond to their sexual attractions and identity. With that freedom, I am now choosing to pursue life as a gay man. Good. Yeah. That's the problem is that he's because he's like trying to like wrap himself in this like, you know, like, no, I like, you know, like uh, everything was great then and everything's great now. And I've always been about like freedom and making choices and this and that. It's like, really? Is that what you were doing in your anti-gay conversion crap? Right. Was people making choices about their lives? Like you can you can try to wrap it up that, oh, I'm choosing to not be gay Right. Yeah. But that's not what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, you were, you felt that gay was lesser. You felt that gay was wrong. Yeah. You actively worked against the gay, the the gay, gay self acceptance in these men who were coming to you. Right. No, you can't just turn around and, and like, oh, well, now I'm gay. And, and 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 that and that wretched, horrible, damaging past, this wake of damage, right. emotional damage that you have caused in people, right? That you've perpetuated psychological, psychological damage, right? Right. You can't. It, oh no, it's it's fine. Yeah. Not. I I I don't. I'm not owning. In fact, I still don't even acknowledge that that was damage. Right. He will. This, that's the thing. Like, there's a pro- there's a progression that we've seen. People can be assholes. Well, right. people can be. He might just be an asshole. Although I will say this, he did have a, a Facebook post that actually sort of owned homophobia, like internalized homophobia. Okay. Uh, he he basically he didn't apologize for his work, but I feel like it's a, even a step beyond what you just read. He said things like. Um, I used to be caught in an ideological prison of my own. Uh, He said, um, even today as a newly out gay man, I still find too much homophobia in myself, but I'm a much more accepting person than now than I was six years ago before I started dialoguing with in a mixed ideology group uh, (laughs) that included several gay affirming therapists. Who knows where he's headed? But here's here's the more important point, uh-huh. and that is that this man, at least during his entire career up until now, internalized the homophobia of his religion to the point where he rejected his own identity mm-hmm. in favor of the teachings of the bullshit that was handed down to him. Sure. Like, this is the power of religion. That they can make you reject who you know you are. Reject something fundamental to yourself uh, in favor of whatever it is some outside force is teaching you. Right. And that's disgusting. That Like, what, what could be more sad than just you know who you are and you reject it? Frank just shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> He just looked me in the eye and shrugged his shoulders. This is an audio format. 
Franklin. <laughs> you have to use your words. I'm pissed, Dan. I know. So speak it out, sister. Mm, You're not a sister. I don't know. Look, it's a it's a difficult uh, thing, and the truth is, I get you get you get to be pissed about this mm-hmm. because this man hurt people. Yeah, he. I mean, fortunately, I was all I I was able to avoid all of that crap. I got out young. I got out early. Got out right out of from my, after my mission, and I got out what the same time that I was getting out of the church. Uh, uh, by, so, uh, by avoiding, by that crap, you mean you avoided uh, any kind of like, like gay conversion or anything. Right. I wasn't, nobody was able to converse or coerce me into that little world. Right. Like if I had been just like holding on to the Mormonism, like, oh God, I can't believe I'm gay and I have to repent of these sins. And I just, I just fully accepted myself and was like, right. it's, it's fucking bullshit. Um, and, but let's say that I had, you know, that that's where I would have landed. Yeah, was in one of these things. You were a I was BYU, BYU. BYU. Yeah, that was a that was a huge hotbed of yeah. gay conversion therapy. If if I had wanted to like stay at BYU, and if I had wanted to like, you know, be self, you know, self loathing and all that, um, then I yeah, I was in the perfect place for it. But I I ref- I, I avoided all of it, and uh, and and thank God. Uh, because yeah. the people that I've known who who did go through it, they're horrifying stories. It's terrifying. And, it's and, really, really awful. And a lot of the guys, I remember like when I was coming out, I knew some guys who had kind of gone through these things. And they just kind of laughed and shrugged it all off because they knew the whole hypocrisy of the thing. That all the guys at these groups would, uh, you know, hook up after. Right. The, the 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 their group session was over right and all that kind of stuff and so like like it even the participant a lot of the participants knew that it was bullshit but a lot of participants were fucking damaged yeah. and they got, they ended up in mixed orientation marriages which is a hateful term right because it it, it 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 just the terminology somehow legitimizes the idea that it's that it can work on in a real way <clears throat> yeah and time and time and time again of course we see it doesn't work and unless- people, the people who are best at it who are so who love each other and are kind to each other mm-hmm. and are what even then it can't work right because only one person because is 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 sort of being fulfilled by it. Right. The other person is definitely not being fully like they're, if we're going to live in a society that, where marriage is about love mm-hmm. and, and it, and is about uh, a, a loving and also sexual communion. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta and both parties have got to be into each other in that yeah. way. Yep. It's just gotta, it's just how it's got to work. Yep. So so yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's the sad it's the desperate sadness that's so heartbreaking about this. It's the I'm going to you know, and a lot of these and the thing is that you know these men are taking themselves to this therapy. Right. A lot most of the time it's not it's not you know sometimes it's parents forcing right. their their kids to go or whatever. Right. But a lot of the time these guys are like you know they want to believe in their church. Their church has told them something horrible about themselves, yeah. and they'd rather believe the church than believe their own experience, and so mm-hmm. they go, and they just continually, and granted, it's changed since the 60s, right. when it was all, when it was like shock treatments and aversion therapy, and all sorts of like, truly, like, 
Clockwork Orange style horrificness. Right. It's 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 morphed past that to a, a a much sweeter, kinder way to teach you to hate yourself. Yeah. Instead, now they take uh, trips out into the forest where men uh, uh, are able to commune with nature and each other uh, and find their their real manliness. Mm. Right. Yes. Like, and like and it, 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 it's all based in in like these dumb stereotypes about gender roles and whatnot. Right. Um, and masculinity. And masculinity. And because Lord knows if you've ever been to a gym, there are no masculine gay men <laughs> ever. Yeah. Masculinity gym. will definitely cure you of, of gay. <laughs> if you, if you've ever seen a gym. Yeah. Whatever. Well, anyway, I just, you know, there's, 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 there's a part of me that is, uh glad that this guy has taken this step because mm-hmm. obviously the, I mean there's there's two parts there. He's finally starting to be honest with himself, but then the other part is of course he's not out there doing more harm in the world against gay men. Um and of course I'm happy about the whenever this kind of when one of these guys crumbles uh or tumbles whatever uh and falls uh that they it's one more piece of evidence right. against this 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 concept, and the mythology this, starts to, to yeah, crumble. And it, along we with can it. point at yet another gay conversion therapist who, oops, he was gay, right, right, shocking. Every and everybody yeah. fell down shocked. <laughs> yeah, the the one person in in the in, you know who cared enough about changing gay men was gay couldn't even change himself yeah yeah and so you know like like i i'm i'm happy for for that um but he sold books he had a business he made money off of it this was his living yeah um until he apologizes he's he and and sincerely apologizes to the gay community and owns he, the damage that he did and and, and, and yeah and that's what I mean and he should be apologize yeah he owes uh he's there's an entire community of people that he owes explanations to uh-huh. he's got some work that he has to do yeah and he needs to do some he, and some of that work a lot of that work the initial work will be internal. Because yeah. he's got to wrap his head around what the fuck is going on. Right. And then he's got to go out there and advocate against what he was doing. Yeah. It's not just about, I was wrong. Yeah. It's about, you need to now, you now owe some real legwork. Right. Putting a stop to this shit. And then, cool. Then we're okay. Yeah. Then we can all be friends. But until then, like, <laughs> well, what did we tweet out? We're not friends. Uh, the gay community of Utah needs to make sure needs to get together, unite, uh, and deprive this man of any blowjobs. That's until right. He apologize. No BJ's until you apologize. <laughs> That's what you get. It was something along those lines. You don't get to be gay and 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 have a happy sex life now until you've sorted yourself out. No, absolutely so, not. So, gay men of Utah, he's on he's on blast. Just note. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> Anyway, uh, there you go. Frank is pissed now. Well, he's definitely damaged goods. Like this guy, oh, yeah. he's gonna be a mess. Oh yeah, you don't want to don't want to date this guy. No, no, no. Holy no. shit, stay away. And or in any way emotionally entangle yourself with him. Definitely not. He is going to be a disaster. Although if you see his new profile pic, 
Uh, he's, he's, de- he's definitely he works out. He does work out. Yeah. So he's yeah. Well, might be. He's might. kind of a daddy type, I guess. Yeah, he's got if a little. That's what you're into. Little little bear to him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. Listen, if you guys have anything you'd like to <laughs> chime in about, if if you are into daddy bears, you uh, can write you can write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist and click on that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge request to join. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. Yep. Uh, speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her amazing work, and thanks to Danny and Amy for their work moderating the lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music, and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And, uh, thank all of you for tuning in. Bye-bye. Hashtag see ya. (laughs) 